You know what's awesome about the family of God is that we can be there for one another. Hallelujah. Yes. That regardless of what someone is going through, there's always going to be people that are willing to help. Hallelujah. I love that. That's my favorite part about church is that I, I always see it like it's, it's almost like a net that you cannot go lower than that net because you're going to have a brother or a sister and when they see you go lower than the net, they're going to bring you right back up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yes. You're not going down that far. We're going to bring you back up. Hallelujah. That's what the church does. And we want to be there for one another. I love that. So I want you to be, uh, maybe you could lift up your hands right now and just, just lift up your trust to heaven right now. Lift up your trust to heaven. And I want you to just say, if you feel comfortable, Jesus, I trust in you this week. Yeah, I trust you every week. <laughs> Who's excited for a new place? Come on. This is... Come on. Hallelujah. I'm excited. I, I, I know, I feel like there's a convergence right now that's happening in the body of Christ where things are about to manifest. Revival is, is here. I feel it. Hallelujah. Can we trust God for revival? <clears throat> we want the church to be right in the center of community. We want the community to be able to partake of what Jesus has to offer. Hallelujah. So anyways, I... Uh, God has been blowing my mind like all month I think Matt would probably know what I'm talking about it's been like every day there's a miracle I think because we're stepping out in faith we're seeing God's provision come every day uh, and and it's this sense of wonder it's this sense of awe hallelujah and, and and when you when you start living with faith you start seeing God do amazing things that is beyond your imagination beyond what you can expect. So one of the things that happened this week is I was believing God for a uh, for everything, but <laughs> a display case was one of those things that I was believing God for. Hallelujah. So I uh, I just go on my phone and Facebook's good for something by the way. Amen. I swiped up my phone and I saw there was a dis two nice display cases, silver with glass, beautiful, and it said free, Woo. brand new. And I'm like, thank you. God doesn't have to bless you with money. He can bless you with everything. I'm going to keep going with the story because it gets better. Hallelujah. So that, that's what happened. And then, so I show up at the place. Uh, I went there at 8 in the morning. Hallelujah. Early bird catch the worm. Amen. I was like, I'm going to go catch that worm. So when I, I when I come in, there's a, there's a truck that's already there with a display case on the truck. 
Praise God. So in my heart just went, oh, I missed it. That's it. I was, two, I was five minutes late. I didn't catch the worm. <laughs> so, so part of me was like, okay, Dan, it's over. Just go home. Right? So I started walking back to my car, and I'm like, no. I'm getting, I saw them come in through a door, and I'm like, I'm just going to walk through that door. So I walk through the door. I get in, and there are my two other display cases right there. They're like glittering. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, is that one taken? They're like, no. Woo! Praise God. So I'm, I'm just wondering, maybe sometimes, maybe sometimes we give up a little bit too early. Hallelujah. I almost gave up. I'm going to keep going. We're building a whole skateboard park. So uh, I called one of the distributors and I'm saying, uh, you know, we're, I just want to make sure we're able to sell some of your products at this new location in Surrey. And they're like, oh, well, I'm just going to give your number to uh, this guy. His name's Kevin Harris. And he is a freestyler. He's like, he's like the kingpin of skateboarding in uh, Canada, basically. He's got a lot of power. He's got a lot of money. He's a millionaire. Hallelujah. So he starts texting me. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Get excited. Yes. Sorry. That was a bit too loud. I'm going to calm down. Bora's going to talk to me later. <laughs> Hallelujah. So anyway, so he's like, He's like, Dan, I have a warehouse that has like $500,000 worth of wood with all the ramps and every, you know, he's got ramps already. He's got, he's got everything. And he's like, yeah, I think I could help you out. Hallelujah. <laughs> if that's not hallelujah worthy, I don't know what is. You see, Here's the thing, is when you put your faith out there, hallelujah, God meets you at the level of your faith. I believe that. Hallelujah. So we're, so we're, we're, we just put it out there. And we put out all kinds of fleeces. And God's just answering every day. And I, I think I probably have a miracle every day this month that I could share. Like, like okay, let me share another one. Just because I, I'm already talking about this. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm excited because it's this week. So uh, I go on this website, okay? And it's this Bark website. I never heard of it. It's like some kind of website that you go on there and you look for architects. The city said you need an architect. And then I call an architect and they're like, it's going to be $13,000 just for the drawings. Amen. Praise God. So I'm like, oh. Jesus, I need help. All of a sudden, I get a message from this architect that is a skateboarder out of anybody. I don't think I've ever met an architect skateboarder that studied that hard. And then we got we have another skateboarder. So Matt's like Matt's like, hey, uh, I met this guy. His name's Pat, and he's an architect. He's kind of like an architect, and he could do the drawings, and so. So uh, Pat's been doing all the work for, uh, he's donating his work. Hallelujah, he did all of the design, he did all of the, the art, yeah, come on. 
and then and then and then uh, this other uh, architect skateboarder Brendan is just gonna put his stamp on it. Hallelujah. Come on. That's how. That's. That's when you know it's God. Hallelujah. I just want to do that. Running man. Hallelujah. See, I'm telling you, when you start living with God, life is so exciting. You do not have time to be depressed. I mean, I, I, I've been waking up at 5.30 every morning like, God, what are you going to do today? This is exciting. Like, start if, when you start living with God, I'm telling you, there's no limits to what can happen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on. Just take some of that tonight. That's not my message, but the display case is kind of the message a little bit. But... Well, I'm going to share about how sometimes we give up a little bit too early. And sometimes we, we hold on to things too long. Hallelujah. And how does that work with our faith? So I don't know if anybody here has ever been in a situation where you feel overwhelmed about a certain circumstance. You're not sure if you should keep investing your time in that thing. Anybody? You, you invest and you're not sure, like, should I keep investing in this? Maybe you feel a little bit perplexed sometimes. Is this the right investment of my time? Is this the, the right investment of my talent? So what I wanted to do tonight is, is, is to have the ability to properly determine what we should be prioritizing in our life. Because there could be good and there could be gooder. You know? Is that a word? Good or better. Gooder. I like gooder. Gooder. <laughs> I want us to be able to discern what the Lord wants us to focus on and to have the courage to let go of things that hinder our growth. I want us to have the drive that it requires to hold on to good things even when it seems very challenging or impossible. You see, not everything that not everything happens like this month. What's been happening to me? Hallelujah. Sometimes it's a little bit harder. Sometimes it's not always so obvious what God is in. And you're trying to figure out, do I go here? Do I go there? Everybody's got 24 hours. What do I do with them? So I feel this is really important because what we focus on will make the difference in our lives. What we hold on to, what we hold on to could be what blocks us to a greater life. Hallelujah. A greater experience with God. It could be a block in, in, in our finances. When we hold on to, maintain, develop, and sow into what God, into the God-given opportunities. Hallelujah. We will experience amazing connection with, even with the universe, with God. When you're investing into your God design, hallelujah, it's going to build your faith to believe more with God. When you see God do wonders in your life, it really encourages you to love Him. Hallelujah. There we're human beings. Amen? Wonder 
when, because of the wonder that I've had all month, my worship is different. I don't know what. There's just something inside of me. You know, I'm not doing the, the crying worship. Like some, anybody ever do the crying worship with the snot and everything? What? Right? Crying? No, it's a, it's a bubbly, happy worship. It's different. I love it. God, God has so many fragrances. He's got so much color. So the name of the message tonight is Open Hand, Open Heart, Open Art. <laughs> open Hand, Open Heart, Open Art. So let's pray. Father, why don't we stand up? Let's just pray. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for everyone that's here. I pray that they would feel so at home and welcome. We thank you for what you're doing tonight. We want to bless your heart, God. We want to learn from you. We thank you that it's simple. Loving you is simple. Come and fill us with your love and your delight. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Give someone a high five. Hallelujah. <laughs> Everybody loves that part of church? No, a real one. A real one. Come on. A real one. Harder. <laughs> or a hug. Come on, John, I missed it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> a hug is a... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you're getting it whether you want it or not. <laughs> so, Laura, you hold this, okay? I'm gonna do a little exercise, okay? So, <clears throat> you see these? Okay, so I got something in my hands right now called chairs. Right? Two chairs? Yeah. Okay, so Bora, give me that bass. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hold it. Wait, wait. Let me put something down. Okay. Ah, there you go. Hallelujah. You see, here's the thing. Sometimes we want to hold on to things so tightly hallelujah and Jesus is over here and he's got something good he's got something that can make some music he's got something better than a chair he's got he's got a treasure for you and he's like wait like I want to give you this but do you have room do you have room to receive it hallelujah so sometimes God will ask you to put something down because he's got something better to give you. Hallelujah. Thanks, Bora. Let's give Bora a round of applause. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 4 to 9 says this. That's verse 4. The fool folds his hands and eats his own flesh. So here's another thing. 
If I got my hands folded, can I grab that base? No. I can't grab it, right? Maybe I can a little, maybe a little one of these. No. Better is a handful of quietness than two hands full of toil and striving after the wind. Hallelujah. Yesterday I was on my Facebook. It popped up. One year ago, I decided to close down my business. I had a wholesale business. And I was holding on to, like, if you had pliers and you tried to, like, open my hand, like, ask Bora, like, you could not open my hand. I was holding on to that thing. I've been carrying that thing for years. Like, I had it, like, like, it was stuck. Hallelujah. But, but I was like, God, just, I knew I had to let it go. And I'm like, God, I just let it go. Hallelujah. And since that day, praise the Lord. My life has never been the same. I made some room for Jesus to give me something better. Hallelujah. Because really, that, to me, that business was toiling, toiling after the wind. I'm not saying money is wind, but I'm saying it's it's not going to last forever. It's not going to it's not going to be eternal. There's no eternal value to what I'm doing there. And I felt in my heart that that God was calling me to something different. But I had to let it go. Hallelujah. So how do we prioritize? How do we determine what we should prioritize in our life? So we're going to talk about that. How do we determine what we need to prioritize? So number one, is it kingdom focused? Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all of these other things He will give to you. So, if you prioritize the kingdom, so that's, that's one point. Prioritize the kingdom and all of these other things will be added unto you. Hallelujah. I, I want you to test it. I want you to test it. See, see if it works. Obviously, there's wisdom. There's wisdom. There's transition. You see? There's transition. You got to get everything in place. If you're going to make a, a switch, you get everything in place first. You don't just jump. Hallelujah. Amen. Ask Bora. She'll tell you. I'm going to share about what happened. Number two. Number two, are you anointed to do it? Prioritize things that God has anointed you to do. What is anointing? It means, it means it's your calling. It means it's what you're made for. It means you're set apart for that. And I want to challenge you tonight to ask God, what have you anointed me to do? 
what have you anointed me to do? Gigi, for example, like, like how amazing was that flute? Come on. Let's give her a round of applause. I get shivers on my... I always tell her, did you bring your weapon? That's a weapon. That thing is chopping in the spirit. That flute? Wow. Yeah, and you can beat somebody with it. If you have <laughs> yeah, you can just... <laughs> Not everything that is good is meant for us. So actually, I, I, I was all excited, and I shared this before, but I had this idea of, you know, at, at the mother church that, that I was going to do youth ministry. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's a good, like, isn't that the normal path? You know, you become a youth pastor, and then you do that, you know, you go up the ladder, right? But this is what I was thinking, like, oh, I'm going to, that, that's the path, right? I'm going to be a youth pastor. Hallelujah. And the first time I go there, I, I start preaching, and I come out, and my heart's beating, and I'm like, yes, this is amazing. Hallelujah. And then I go back the next week, and I'm like, I can't relate to these kids. Like, what am I, I don't even, I, I, I don't feel, I don't feel like this is my calling. See, I was, I'm, I'm meant to preach, but I'm not meant, I didn't feel like, like I know now that I wasn't anointed for that position of a youth pastor. Am, am I, is this making sense? I could have kept going, I could have kept going and did my best as a youth pastor and just keep going and keep going. No. I'm, that's not, that wasn't my purpose, that's not my anointing. Hallelujah. If I would have kept doing that, I don't think we would have Surrey. I don't think I'd be doing a skate park. Hallelujah. Okay, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? How to prioritize. What to put priorities on in your life. Why? Because <laughs> we're not called to walk aimlessly and just to do anything. The moment that you start functioning in the call of God over your life, hallelujah, you cannot wait to get, I don't even like to sleep anymore. I don't want to, I would just want to wake up and just do my call. Hallelujah. And it's, it's such a, it's so refreshing and, and it's a different lifestyle. And, and so, so if you can actually prioritize what God has anointed you to do, you will be so vitalized in your spirit. You won't have time for arguments. I mean, I don't have time to argue. Seriously, I don't have time. I don't have time because I'm, I'm focused on the prize. <coughs> Hallelujah. <coughs> I'm going this way. If you don't want to come, that's okay. Okay. Right. A little hug. Little Niggy? Huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. I believe coming to church is a big part of this. It's the beginning sometimes of 
discovering what God has for you. Right? And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that any of what you guys are doing is bad or that it's not good enough. Right? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's always better. There's always more passion that you could have in your heart. There's always more drive. There's always more anointing. There's always a deeper intimate worship that you could have. Hallelujah. So I'm just challenging you guys. I'm challenging you guys to stretch it out a little bit. Hallelujah. Like it's good where you are, but there's more. Hallelujah. I still struggle. Hallelujah. <laughs> you should see my spaghetti. <laughs> Bora's like, she's like, <laughs> it's like, what is that? I need prayer for my spaghetti. Just pray for me. <laughs> I try, you know, I put a little bit of, yeah, what do you call that? Ranch sauce in there? I don't know what that does. <laughs> Just, it tastes like something now. <laughs> my daughter tastes it like, it's like water. It tastes like water, daddy. Your spaghetti tastes like water. <laughs> Thank you. <Okay. laughs> Maybe I should open an Italian place. <laughs> That's really my anointing, by the way. I'm anointed for that. <laughs> the angel came and put some oil on my head. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. Number three, how do you prioritize what you are prioritizing? Is it with the partners that God has chosen for you? Hallelujah. Is it with those people that God has picked for you to work with? I would say that's a that's so important to prioritize those relationships to because you only have so much time. And I'm telling you when you get it with a bunch of people like in this place we can dream together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can have fun. I love it when I see people break through, when I see them get a job, when I see them uh, change their lives. And really, it's just, it's community. That's what it is. We're there for one another. So, you know, uh, Psalms chapter 133 says, A song of a sense of David. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It's like the precious oil poured on the head, running down the beard, running down Aaron's beard down on the collar of his robe down it's the anointing is flowing the oil is flowing hallelujah do you know how good oil like oil is good stuff the anointing is the best thing it's the best thing the glory of god that's that's what i that's what i seek for every day Seriously, like everything, everything I do is to see God's glory. 
Hallelujah. Prioritize that. Prioritize the glory of God. To see His glory manifest through your life. When you share your testimony, God gets glory. But you know, some of us, we don't want to change. That's okay. Amen? Hallelujah. We're content and we're happy. So here's the thing. In your relationships, okay, it's important to know the difference between mentors, partners, and disciples. Hallelujah. There's a difference. Don't treat your mentor like a disciple. <laughs> right? It's not going to work. You're going to get offended because you're not understanding the relationship. And it's important for you to actually accept where you are in that relationship. When you actually accept that I'm a partner or you accept that I'm a disciple, you're going to be able to receive a lot more from the person that has more experience in spiritual stuff. Hallelujah. Man, this is good. Hallelujah. Man, I'm preaching pretty good. It's good stuff. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This is good. This will save you a lot of... Maybe you're not even aware of that dynamic. But I'll tell you what. That dynamic is in every relationship that you have. You're either a partner or you're pouring into someone. You're teaching someone. <laughs> oh, Lord. Number four, are your motives right? Motives, prioritize according to the right motives. So, uh, so at, at the Mother Church, I had this idea where I'm going to write some songs. Amen. And we did one of our songs today. I'm going to write some songs and it's going to be good for the church. Hallelujah. They're going to like it. Okay. That's my idea. You see? That's my idea. My motive... If that, that's the wrong motive. Because I gotta, I gotta understand the relationship with my pastor. And I have to respect his desire for the church. Not my desire. Do you, see, you, see, you guys see what I'm talking I gotta come under his vision. And I, I, just me knowing that is actually a very healthy relationship. The kid knows it's the kid. If you like, that's that's where most problems stem from. Is kids don't they forget their kids, and that the parent they need to respect the parent. Hallelujah. <laughs> what does that do? That 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 causes society to break apart. I don't respect the president. I don't respect. I, like, like, do you see what I'm saying? You, there's this dynamic of knowing 
where you are in every relationship. Is this a partner relationship? Is this a mentorship relationship? Or is this a discipleship? Hallelujah. And when you actually can understand that, you're going to be able to give the right things. You're going to be able to receive the right things. Hallelujah. Man, this is good. I'm going to do a jig. Okay, I'm almost done here. Prioritize what brings you closer to God. You guys agree with that? Yes. Prioritize those relationships that bring us closer to God. The closer you get to God, I'm telling you, the more revelation you have of how life works. And when you get the revelation from the creator of the universe, and he gives you a word, and he gives you directions, hallelujah, next thing you know, you get $500,000 of wood that just pops up out of nowhere. Because I, 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 I obey the voice of the good shepherd. I, I put myself under him. Next thing you know, he's providing for things that I, I, I would have to strive for years to make happen by myself. Who here likes to strive? you got to make everything happen yourself. It's a lot better when you trust God. Prioritize those relationships that bring you closer to God. Prioritize the works, the, the time, the uh, do it unto God, and you will see that the revelation that's going to come, you're going to understand your life from a heavenly perspective. And then you can make decisions based on that revelation. Because God knows the end. He knows what's going to happen if you walk through that door. He knows what's going to happen if you hook up with this one person. Hallelujah. And he's like, go for it. Or he's like, don't do it. <laughs> but I just want to do what I want. Okay, do what you want. It's okay. You're going to regret it later. <laughs> I just felt something break right there. In the spirit. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. He who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Who likes harm? Everybody? I want to go. Some people like it. I don't know. <laughs> I used to like it a little bit. Like, hurt me. <laughs> hurt my feelings. <laughs> Just go. Oh, I like it when I'm hurt. I like conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs chapter 22, verse 24. Do not make friends with a hot-tempered man. Do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn his ways and get yourself ensnared. So, you can replace that hot-temperedness with any bad thing. If you hang out with the wrong crowd, you're going to learn their ways. And you're going to, next thing you know, you're talking like them, walking like them, smoking like them, drinking like them, sniffing like them. Whatever you're doing. It's, 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 a, pro it's a progression. See, you start really small. A little dabble, dibble, dabble, dabble. And then, 
I, I, I know. Come on. I know this. <laughs> Why? Because you got around, around the wrong friends. Nobody wakes up and just decides to like start th doing things that are destructive for their life. Right? Nobody just decides, I'm just going to... I'm just going to... No, no. It's, it's, a, it's a progression. Hallelujah. It's good. So how do you have courage to let go of things that hinder? And... Um, this thing work? No glory on that? Okay. We won't have music. That's okay. We're going to close it. <clears throat> just going to finish with a couple more things. How do you have courage to let go of things that hinder our growth? Okay, number one, start taking small risks with God. Hallelujah. You guys know what I'm talking about? Take little, just take a little risk. Put it, put two hundred dollars in the basket. See what happens. Take a little risk. Next thing you know, like I'm gonna put a thousand dollars in there. Seriously, I'm not joking. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna believe God. I'm going to get a place that's expensive. I'm just going to believe God for a nice place that there's no rats. I'm just going to put myself out there. Take little risks and, and put your trust in Jesus and see what he does. I'm telling you, he's going to meet you right there. He hasn't failed me one time, guys. I failed my, I failed my own self by not listening to him. But if you do something that you've listened to him, Man, this is good. How do you how do you have courage to let go of things that hinder your growth? Develop and start working towards your vision. It says in the Bible, Proverbs chapter twenty nine, where there's no vision, people perish, or people are unrestrained. But happy is he who keeps the law. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to finish here. Uh, last point. How to have energy to hold on to things that are good but challenging. Have you ever had to fight for something that's good? Even showing up at church is a fight. Anybody? How do you get the energy to keep holding on to things that are good. If you look at all the points, I, I hope you took some notes from the points from before. Those are the things you should hold on to. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's hard. It's hard to be with the right crowd. Hallelujah. It's hard to worship God. Because I just want to stay home and eat chocolate. I like chocolate too. I mean, I can have some chocolate. How do you have energy? Worship God and thank Him ahead of time for what He will do. That will give you energy. Do you know, uh, Hannah actually, she, was she couldn't have a baby and then she went to church and she started praying. Hallelujah. She started praying to God and God answered her prayer. She kept praying. She kept believing God. She kept thanking Him. Thank God for the answer. Pray for the answer before you even see it. Believe God for the answer. Okay. B. Press through 
times of offense. Offense depletes willingness. Write that down. Offense depletes willingness. Tweet that. Offense, your offense, depletes your willingness. Willingness is your energy. You see what I'm talking about? Someone who's not willing stops trying. When you're offended, you're not willing anymore. What I'm saying is press through the offense. Walk through the door, lift your hands, worship through the offense, worship God through the offense, and wash Him, wash away that offense. Keep worshiping Him until the offense goes away. Hallelujah. See, look at the big picture. Looking at the big picture will give you energy to keep going. If you just look at, at the petty thing that's in front of you, I just want this little petty thing in front of me. I just want this petty thing. And But you're not, if you can actually, you can get offended about this petty thing, but if you actually back up and look at the big picture of what God is trying to do through all of that, it's going to give you willingness to keep going. There's a big picture. <laughs> You guys hungry? Okay. You guys are good. I'm just going to close with this. Why don't we... Uh... There's a supernatural priority. And I'm telling you, when God is calling you, you cannot run away from it. Hallelujah. I got a call from the landlord at Surrey, and he told me, or the city was like, nah, it's not going to happen. They told me that, and I started accepting it. I was going to give up on it. I was going to let it go. And I went to bed. And I'm, I'm gonna kid you not, I couldn't, I couldn't even like move. My stomach was hurting me. Like I felt sick to my stomach. And I just knew, when I woke up, I was like, that was a supernatural discontentment. Like that was not physical, that was supernatural. It's like, it's like I could feel, I, <laughs> there was an apostolic, it's like, I don't know if you like, you could feel the apostolic right here. There was an apostolic call and it was hurting me. And I knew right away, I'm like, I am not going to let go of that one. I let go of my other business. I let go of my other things. You see what I'm, what I'm saying right now? I let go of the other things and I knew God wanted to give me this because I had let go of these other things. And just Bora, actually, just last week, or two uh, a month ago, she quit her job. Hallelujah, I'm not telling you to quit your job. But she let go of something in faith and not seeing what's in front of her because she knows that God wants to give her something. 
And I know that where you're at right now, which is probably a better place than you were before, you had to let go of other things, and God gave you something better. Who, who, who here knows what I'm talking about? You let go of something and God put something beautiful. He took care of you because you were willing to let go of old things. So I don't know, tonight I, I just felt like maybe some of you guys, there's something, I don't know what it is. It could be a, an offense, it could be a unforgiveness, whatever it is that you're holding on to. Wow. Do you know that Jesus left the 99 for the one? I want you to prioritize the one because it's about souls. It's about people. It's about loving them. John 3.16 God so loved the world that he gave he gave his son so that he could redeem all of humanity. Hallelujah. Come on. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is for real. Jesus himself gave himself to have you. Hallelujah. There's, you want better things. You have to sacrifice. There's a sacrifice. But it's all worth it in the end. You guys know what I'm talking about? So, uh, whoever will save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. He will repay each one according to what he has done. So uh, can we, uh, I'm just going to call up the, uh, the prayer team.